You're listening to the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Thank you, Kansas City. We did it, baby. Hey, Chiefs fans. Welcome into another episode of the Kingdom Rewind. I'm your host, Sean Dixon, and I am joined by a new co-host in Chad Goforth. Chad, why don't you tell everyone hi? Hey, guys. What's going on? Thanks, Sean, for inviting me to your podcast is going to be great we're going to have fun hopefully i don't screw up too much but let's get it i hope you do screw up i hope you screw up the whole time it's gonna be great uh now uh you know we don't get paid for this so who cares yeah. uh, so, so uh i brought my buddy my buddy chad i've known chad for 15 years uh him and his wife are are dear friends with me and my wife and uh we, we go way back. We've done Chiefs games. We've done draft day parties. We've done uh, – we did training camp. Uh, we, we both met Matt Castle. That was exciting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. <laughs> Who's yeah. he again? Yeah, yeah that guy. Uh, just, as, just as popular as Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so uh, – but, you know, so it, it's, it's, it's awesome to be able to bring my buddy on, I think. I think we're going to have a good time doing this. Uh, uh, we're going to have a good time. You guys may not. The listener may think this is trash, but, yeah, but I'm going to have a good time. So. They might listen to this and like, all they do is just laugh the whole time. They're not that funny, That's, but at least we're going to have a good I, I time. I did that before you joined the show, though. Like, I laugh at myself, so yeah. they're used to it. All, all, right. fi- all five fans are used to it. Maybe I should um, start off like, you know, I'm a longtime fan, longtime listener, Sean. You know, I've listened to your podcast from day one. <laughs> And I'm excited. First time caller. <laughs> First time caller. <laughs> Long time listener. Chad, Chad was Chad. Chad did listen to every one of our podcasts, and I'm I'm praying that he wasn't the only one because now he's the co-host. So we're not gonna have any fans. Uh, I'll still be your so, fan. Uh, yeah. So, but I did I did want to point out that uh, Chad of of him and his wife, he is the least talented of the two. That is true. <laughs> They uh, they currently live in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, because his wife is a aspiring singer songwriter, and she just released her first single, "Pieces," which uh, I've downloaded on Spotify. You should too. Uh, you can follow her music on Tonamo, at Tana Mosman at Tana Goforth Music. Yeah, I gave her that uh, last Tana name. Tana Mosman is her maiden name. <laughs> you gave her the last name. Sorry, I knew her when she was Tana Mosman. Yeah, that is good. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, please, please, please follow her and download her songs. It's, it's great music. If you're a country music fan like I am, uh, you know it, it's it's uh, she has an amazing voice, amazing talent, and you know we've we've been uh, listening to her for years, and she's just just great. And uh, she uh, she and her husband married up. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I appreciate it, Sean. Yeah, I'm just proud of her and on all the hard works. So I'm you know. I've, Appreciate the shout out to her. So go check out her music. It'd be great. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, me and uh, <laughs> me me and Chad, uh, we we got to know each other in a small town called Cedric, Kansas, and uh, that's where uh, I'm originally from. Chad's from a town nearby called Clearwater, and and his wife uh, Tana is from Cedric as well. And that's how we all got to know each other. 
and we all got to hang out. But, uh, and I've been, you know, me and Chad have been friends for, for about 15 years and, uh, we both kind of moved on to our separate paths. I lived down here in Arkansas and him and his wife moved to Tennessee. So, uh, but we still stay in touch and, and it's awesome to be able to do this together. So, uh, hopefully, Hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to do it for a while, and I know we're gonna have a good time. So let's go ahead and get started. All right, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, uh, we'll 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 kick it off by talking about last week's game. Obviously, huge win for the Chiefs, um, forty three to sixteen. But you know, offensively, it didn't really feel like that. It, you know, the Pat Pat played more of like a Alex Smith type game with two hundred yards passing. Uh, you know, I think he's, did he have one touch? Yeah, he had one t- one passing touchdown there at the end. No, I think to Tyreek um, Hill. You know, Clyde got the yeah. That's... And so, you know, it's it's kind of uh, I don't know, kind of kind of a average offensive game, which which as Chiefs fans, it sucks because I feel like <laughs> I feel like we have we have to have Patrick throw four hundred yards and four touchdowns for it to be a great win. And the defense and special teams showed us that we don't have to have that. We can still blow teams out, and Pat doesn't have to, you know, play amazing. Oh yeah, it it made a boring game, but like a uh, a win's a win. I'll take it anytime. I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Bell coming on, and we might just start running the ball Absolutely. a little bit more. And then when we get down to those third and seventeens, I'm not worried anymore. We have Pat, so like, hmm, let's get it done. Yeah, well, b- back in the Jamal Charles days, that's what we used to hope for. Just give the ball to Jamal, and you know we didn't want Matt Castle throwing that ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but when it came down to a, you know, fourth and one, we're punting it, or you know, uh, third and seventeen, we're doing a screenplay, and we're not going to try to launch it down and get the first down. We're just trying to get a couple yards to get a no. field position. So with you know with right. Mahomes and, and Pat can still Pat can make those plays. When yes, it yes. So yeah, well, I, go ahead. So you know, oh, I was I was just say you know they lost every 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 statistic you know team wise they lost in yards they lost in third down efficiency they lost in time of possession. Hey, uh, can, can I stop you, you real know, quick? Was, I don't think we lost. Yeah, I don't think we lost in. in penalties. We did not lose in penalties. <laughs> we did not. And the and the week before we did, so that was an improvement. Yeah. So penalty penalties are big. Um, turnovers, turnovers are what I think won the game for us. Cause you know, when, when you've got <laughs> the, the, the funniest play was that stupid flea flicker <laughs> where he launches it over Drew Locke's head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Denver did this to themselves though. I mean, yeah, it's a great win for the chiefs and the chiefs took advantage of the opportunities, but Denver was happily giving us those opportunities cause they're just not a good football team. No, and, uh, you know, Dan, Dan Sorensen makes that great read on the pass and takes it to the house. Byron Pringle takes 101 yards back. Uh, you know, you know, the, one of the big reasons we lost time of possession is because that se- second quarter, or was that, that may have been the third quarter, I'm not even sure, but there was a huge time frame where Pat didn't even see the ball because huh. we scored on defense and <laughs> special teams. Yeah, just bench Pat. We don't need him, I guess. Don't need him. <laughs> yeah. Don't need him. No, no. Chad Henney's out there running touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, so, you know, that that was that was kind of – it was defense and special teams what won it for him. You know, the big big play from Sorensen and Pringle, you know, those were the, the, the team MVPs to me. 
you know, getting the big plays, but, um, you know, and, and, you know, the defense did kind of struggle. They, they, uh, they struggled to, to tackle Philip Lindsay. Uh, he was kind of gashing them until he got hurt. Uh, and that's kind of, you know, I think they're third in, in rushing yards defensively. So that, that's kind of still an issue, but when it comes to scoring, they only gave up the, the, the one score after the Kaiser turnover, which they, they need to stop giving the ball to Kaiser. That, that, that kid makes a bad play every time the ball's in, she tries to put the ball in his hands and then they scored again in garbage time. So it doesn't really matter. It's kind of bend, but don't break and I'll take it. You know, you can run up and down them all day as long as you don't get in the end zone, I guess. So that's kind of, that's, that's kind of where I think, I think we're okay on that stance. Um, and, but it made it seem more like a boring game, I guess. So with, you know, with that game in hand, it was, it was pretty easy, you know, just a typical Chiefs beat down to the Broncos. But there were a lot of other exciting games uh, last week, and uh, one of them was the Falcons and Lions game. Did you happen to catch that one, Chad? Yeah, I watched a little of the highlights on it. <laughs> I didn't really get to sit down and watch I don't it. Think, I don't think they televised it in our area. Nobody's televising <laughs> Falcons-Lions. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know Lions was but. a team in the NFL, but... <laughs> yeah. not a, they haven't been a good one for several years yeah no I, but uh, but they actually get the win in this one yes they the did Lions did but from and, what i saw uh, about to, it is it was a great high pack uh, action back and forth game but Atlanta falcons screwed it up in the end so i mean they all they had to do is like they they always do yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why i can't bet on them i mean you have one job just run up the clock kick the field goal win but you had Todd Gurley running and trying to fall down on the one yard line, but falls on the line. And he's like, like you know, I, I never seen in my life that a running back and saying no touchdown, please no touchdown. And the defense is cheering touchdown, tear, touchdown. I had never seen that before. And I'm like, this is awkward, but they called it a touchdown. Not much time was taken off. I mean, it was taken off. I think Lions got the ball back with like 57 seconds left. So, right funny thing about that game and and i know atlanta falcons fans were hoping he didn't get in the end zone but my fantasy team was pretty excited that he got in the end zone <laughs> nice <laughs> i don't care i don't care about the falcons score points that's all i want yeah <laughs> so so yeah i mean it, it, and i don't blame todd Gurley. he did his job he ran the ball into the end zone that's what running backs are supposed to do uh the defense is the one who gave up the game-winning touchdown to the lions you know, and, and, and even coaching, you know, why didn't you just take a knee in the first place? Why did you hand it off? Um, I, I'm, yeah. if I'm a coach. I'm on the 10 yard line. I'm sure I'm sure sit on it. Let the clock run down to one and then trot my field goal team out there and kick the field goal. And hopefully but you don't hand miss it off. And he, yeah. Yeah. Which, which, you know, this day and age, no, no field goals guaranteed anymore. Exactly. But, but it was a disappointing loss of the Falcons. They've been doing this Time and time again, going back to the Super Bowl when they blew a 20, 28 to three lead over the Patriots, uh, you know they, they they just always blow big leads, and it actually goes further back than that. And that's what we're going to discuss today in our in our show today is the uh, the two thousand sixteen Chiefs and Falcons, where the Falcons you know blew a, blew a lead. It, they didn't have a lead the whole game. It was kind of back and forth. But but they they kind of made a they kind of got greedy and it and it bit them in the ass a little bit. 
Um, and I'm talking about the Eric Berry pick two. And uh, just to kind of go over the game, uh, it was it was tied in the second quarter. It was kind of back and forth the whole game. But in the second quarter is when the Chiefs really made a made a big push for the lead when Eric Berry, you know, picked off Matt Ryan and took it back for a pick six. And, you know, so they went up 20 to 13. Falcons come back with a field goal. We still have a a, a lead. But uh, then Albert Wilson, you know, takes a fake punt. And, and we were talking about this earlier that that that, that play – was one of the best plays of of like you know the season, and it gets overshadowed shadowed because of Eric Berry. Oh yeah, I was gonna say every time they got down to fourth and one, like I remember this play. I was like, man, can we just please fake it or something? And I'm like, we never fake it. We're just gonna punt it away, punt it away. And next to know it, I was like, where'd the ball go? And I see Wilson was running, and I'm like. What? And I started screaming. I lost my voice on that play alone, so I couldn't even cheer the rest of the game. I was like, this is amazing. I mean, and then what topped it off was a cherry on top was the front flip in the end zone. I was like, heck yeah, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know. And of all people, Albert Wilson, you know, he wasn't yeah. even like – he's not even one of the main playmakers and stuff. But but uh, something Andy Reid saw, because that wasn't usually Andy Reid's M.O. He doesn't, you know, usually, I mean, if we go for it, we just go for it. We don't usually do a fake punt, but uh, he must have seen something, and it sparked. And once he got through that first line, he was gone. Yeah, he was. And uh, that gave, you know, that gave the Chiefs an 11-point lead going into the fourth quarter. So, <clears throat> you know, the Chiefs are looking pretty good. Um. But but the Falcons came back. You know they had they had a pretty you know that Falcons team has always had a pretty stout offense with Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. I said Jones killed think, us the first quarter. I can't remember how many catches he had, but we could not stop him or cover him, and they finished out strong the whole game. Like Jones, another pass to Jones, another pass to Jones, and I'm like, right. can we just right. break we, his we leg or something? <laughs> well, I think, I think they did hurt him. He did get hurt. I don't know if I can't remember if he came back or not, but I know he got hurt in that game. But it didn't really matter. They still had they still had guys, and, yeah. and you know they 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 marched down and scored to bring it within five, and then we you know we just kind of fell apart and you know went five plays and and you know we uh, had to punt, and it was one of those deals where you know we saw this a lot with Alex Smith, and we're not we don't really see it much with Patrick Mahomes. You know, Patrick Mahomes, I don't get nervous on third down. Third down comes up, I'm like, yeah, pal, pal, get it. Uh, <laughs> Alex Smith, it was it was you know, he, you know he he was he was made made good plays, but and and he usually didn't force things, but he wasn't going to put the team on his shoulders and make that third down play that absolutely had to happen. And and they didn't, and they had to punt. And so now you've the Falcons have the ball back. They you know if they score a touchdown, they'll take a you know they'll take a probably a two point lead if they kick the extra point. And you know that's just what they did. They scored. They took a six point lead with one, but they didn't want the two point lead. They wanted the three point lead. And that's where we got. That's where they got you know greedy. You know they thought if the Chiefs were to get the ball back the best they could do is probably a field goal and it would only tie it. So they're like, we need to get this two point conversion to tie the game. And, and then that's when Eric Berry bit him. And uh, it, was, it was, you know, I was going to say, I get the back for going for two points and trying to make it three points ahead. But 
there were still four minutes and 37 seconds left of the game. There's so much more time. So I, you, I think you kick the PAT, get, you know, go up by two and just try to play defense. But like you said, they got greedy. That's what I would have done as well. I, uh, you know, I, I, and, and, and in all honesty, they didn't, they didn't think the chance of them thinking what was going to happen next is very slim because it never happened before. Yeah, but, no. uh, Austin Hooper, Austin Hooper crosses the field. He actually beats his guy, the guy behind him. And I can't, I can't remember who the corner was that was covering him, but he beats his guy. He's open, but Matt Ryan didn't see Eric Berry sitting in that zone. And, you know, he throws that ball to Hooper and Barry just jumps it. And as soon as he jumps it, he he is five yards past everybody before <laughs> anybody realizes he has the ball. And the only guys that are even chasing him are Matt Ryan and some linemen. Yeah. So there's nobody gonna catch him. Oh yeah. It, it's funny because the way the way he's running, and you kind of look at like some of the other Chiefs players, to me, I don't know if they realize what was actually happening. Like they're like, oh, he's gonna take it back. They're not gonna get the extra point. I don't think they realized that they were gonna get two points and the lead back plus the ball back. <laughs> it, it could have been too, since you know, in 2015, the NFL did change that rule where you could get two points on, you know, or the defense can get two points if they score, you know, get a fumble interception. So people might not have thought, oh, why is he running back? You know, it's a, this is a dead play, but. They change the rule. We get two points to take the lead, and I think that's great. Yeah, I I, I agree. It's it, uh, and that's probably true. They probably didn't know what that meant at the time. They just knew that oh, we have the ball. They didn't get the two points. You know what does this mean? And it meant the lead changed again. It's twenty nine twenty eight, and they have to kick off to the Chiefs. <laughs> and if I remember right, which I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. I don't remember whether this happened or not. I think they just kick it to us. I don't think they do the onside kick. I think they thought because there was like three minutes or something left. I think they thought they could stop the Chiefs, and and they I could th- stop the Chiefs, get the ball back, and maybe have a chance. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they just kicked yeah. it to us, and I think we just ran the clock out. But if I can back we up, end up getting just, the first down. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Um, be, the play before the touchdown. Or, or the what got him the touchdown before the pick two? Um, I don't know if it was 100% Eric Berry's fault, but the guy that was covering the guy who scored the touchdown was Eric Berry. And I remember watching Eric Berry like about four yards away from him, and I started cussing Eric Berry's name. I'm like, why the hell are you not on him? <laughs> and so then like after you know does the pick two, and I'm like, I'm sorry, Eric. You knew what you were doing the whole time. You know he made it up for it. And I'm like, and I'm like. At first, I was mad, right. and then I was happy. I'm like, okay, never mind. I forgive you, Eric. <laughs> I'm calling Eric, right? Which, it, yeah, yeah. You guys, you know, you guys are friends and all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we actually, we actually met Eric Berry. Me yes. and you did. Yeah. Oh, At yeah. Training camp. That was that was a fun time. I uh, I forced him to hold my daughter so he no, would take. No, a picture no, of no, her. no, no. It was not a force. <laughs> It was his rookie year. It was his rookie year, and we're standing in line, and we're like, I think there's like three people in front of us, you know, and then all of a sudden I hear you say, Eric, catch my baby, and you throw your baby. <laughs> he catches. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I might be, you know, making the story greater, but I just remember you throwing the baby. And I don't know how old Jazzy was at the time. I think she was like two. She was two. 
Yeah, so <laughs> he catches her, and you're like, "Yep, he'll do." He caught her, <laughs> and then like that's how I evaluate talent. <laughs> and then he starts walking down the line with your baby. I'm like, <laughs> like introduce, you know, meet no, he people. Looked, he looked very nervous. <laughs> he looked very nervous to have a child in his hands. He was like, uh, "What is this guy doing?" <laughs> but, Oh yeah, that That's was a how good I time. I got to meet him. Yep, that <laughs> was that was he was a good dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> but so but he, he was a good dude for the Chiefs. You know his impact with the team. You know he he was a leader, and you know he uh, you know 2010 he was the fifth overall pick. He's the only guy in Chiefs history that I wanted. Like like I had scouted. I guess you could say I was like the Chiefs need to draft this guy. <laughs> And every year I find a guy, I'm like, the Chiefs should take this guy. And they don't usually take him. This was the first year that actually happened because the Chiefs needed a safety really bad. They had the fifth overall pick. This guy was the best safety coming out of college, out of Tennessee. And, you know, they, they took him fifth overall. And I I was ecstatic. I, lo- I, I, I was say, I was beside I, myself. I remember your draft party that we went to, you know, going to, and you're like, I hope we get Eric Berry. I hope we get Eric Berry. And I don't watch college football. I just wait till they get to the pros and then I know, then I know who they are. And so like when they said Eric Berry, <laughs> the one thing that, you know, I remember you jumping up and down and screaming like a, you know, your high pitched squeal that you got, but. <laughs> this is my, ra- my radio voice. Oh, I got you. I got you. <laughs> but I, what I remember about it is, you know, Chiefs were four and 12. We weren't, you know, the great team, you know, as we know right now. And then when, you know, I've seen, you know, Chiefs players get drafted and they're like, their head goes down like crap. I got to play for the Kansas City Chiefs. I remember when they called his name out, he jumped up clapping, screaming. And he was so pumped up and like just to, you know, get drafted. He didn't care who. So it was like, I was so impressed by him. Like, okay, I get to play for the Chiefs. And I'm like, oh, oh, 100% fan right then and there, right when he got drafted. And so then when we but, met him, yeah. he's a good guy. I told him, you know, he, he asked me, he's like, you want me to get an autograph? And I'm, I'm thinking like, yeah, you're just a rookie. I don't want your autograph. But I just said, no, I just, <laughs> I should have got his autograph. But you, might, not, you might get cut. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't think that, but I just, I just, you know, told him, I go, Hey, you know, thanks, you know, for cheering when you got drafted by the Chiefs, you know, a lot of people, you didn't put your head down in shame. He goes, I love Kansas city. I always cheer for him. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. So just knowing that, it's like I was a hundred percent fan in the beginning. Right. He he was a real down to earth dude, and and you know he was immediately became a, a, a you know not just an impact on the field, but you could tell that he had the leadership qualities. Um, he was a five time Pro Bowler. The funny thing about his Pro Bowls is he's a he played he played for the Chiefs for nine seasons. He was he went to the Pro Bowl five times. Those five times he went to the Pro Bowl are also the only times he was healthy for a whole season. So every year that he was healthy for the Chiefs, he went to the Pro Bowl. He had four seasons where he didn't even play half the season. So, you know, the injuries plagued him. He was, you know, obviously his his biggest injury battle was his battle with cancer that he had in 2014. Um, but the thing about Eric Berry, you know, he had cancer and to me, if I get cancer, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to shut down and it's going to, yeah. it would, I'm not a very strong individual. <laughs> that <laughs> so, is true. That is so true. I, <laughs> yeah. You've seen me. Uh, but, uh, you know, during that whole, he worked out the entire time he was on, he had a, he had a port put in instead of doing the IV, 
he had a port so he wouldn't have to be hooked up to all this machines or all the IV fluids and stuff. He could just, I think, I think how it works is you can just take it, take it off when you're not needing it or whatever. Uh, I, I'm not real sure how I'm not a doctor, uh, but, but yeah, but he worked out, he actually gained a whole pound during chemo. Like, the, yeah. you know, I know a pound isn't much, but when you're on chemo, it's a big deal. Yeah. And uh, he was able to, to beat it and, and get in remission and was cleared to play the very next year and was the comeback player in 2015. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, the comeback player that year, which is rightly, rightly so. I mean, I mean, like you said, gaining a pound, that's crazy because like I know some people that's gone through chemo, you know, and they just wither away. And it's just like, I don't know how he did it. Uh, it's just crazy to me. Mind blowing. So <laughs> has an amazing work ethic. Oh yeah. I'm probably. And, and so he ended up, he ended up having two more, two more, two more years, two more real good years with the chiefs that, that 15 season, then came back the 16 season, went to the pro bowl both times, but then, you know, tore his Achilles the next year. And in his final two years only played three games with the chiefs. So injuries caught back up with him. You know, it was, you know, just, he wasn't the same guy. And, and, you know, the chiefs end up, you know, releasing him there in uh, the, before the 2019 season. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a shame kind of how he went out, but, but, and I think if it wasn't for the injuries, he would, he would have, he would have a hall of fame career, which, you know, that's still in question whether or not he should be, I, I would vote for him. If I was voting for the hall of fame, I would think that he'd be the, you know, a guy, but I'm sure there's several people that think that longevity and and the injuries and stuff are going to, are going to hinder that. Yeah, but, I, I uh, can see that. But, but supposedly, you know, supposedly he, he said that he was taking 2019 off and that he was going to come back this season. So he's a free agent now. Nobody's signed him. I haven't, I, you know, I've done, done a little bit of research to see if anybody's even sniffing him. They've said, you know, they've, they've linked him to the Cowboys a couple times, but I don't think there's really a real interest there. He's just, I think age and injuries, it's going to be hard for teams to take a flyer on him at this point. Do you think he'll ever play again? You know, honestly, I don't think so. Just because, like you said, the age and the injuries, you know, like I think his last season with the Chiefs, he only played two games. You know, I, right. I, I think. I don't. I could be wrong. But, you know, it's like this I, – I, I hope he comes back. I wish he would because I, it's not the Cowboys, not the Raiders, not Denver, not Oakland, Chargers. <laughs> I said, yeah, whatever, not Oakland. I guess it's that Vegas. The Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go to the Falcons. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I hope he comes back because, you know, like he was just a great dude, you know, just – I don't know, just – I hope he comes back. Um, if not, a guy that did it the right way. I, I think if he doesn't come back as a player, I would like to see him as a coach, you know, or something, because he would be great as a coach. He would just that motivation that, because like I remember before the games and after the games, you know, he would give a speech and I was pumped up, ready to tackle my wife, you know, like, oh, I'm ready to go. But, <laughs> but you know, he just had that. To, a, you know, his. His rookie year, he used to do this thing, and he—I didn't see him do it much after this. But when he would tackle somebody, he would get up and like he—he he would do this like backhand, 
Like he was doing a smack him. That was like his like celebration. Oh yeah. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. And then he stopped doing it. He started doing the bow and arrow thing. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I was just I don't know, the backhand the backhand was real. I think I think he got fined a couple times his rookie year for it. I think it was <laughs> then that, you know getting fined a few times. It's like, hmm. it's like which the fines are ridiculous, but it's like, you know, it's like, no, maybe I better stop that. But, you know, if you look back at yeah. this game in particular, you know, with the, we got this pick six, if you think about the emotions that went into his, into his mind and he still played a great game, you know, he has, he didn't go back to Atlanta or no, Atlanta for like two years after his last treatment. And that was this game right here that he was there. So, you know, he had, you know, I remember um, listening to interviews with him because I had tears before the game, during the game and after. But, you know, I try to keep my head on straight and play the best I could. And what I liked about it is after his first, you know, pick six, you know, for the 37 yards, he ran over to his his mama and gave the ball to him, (laughs) gave it to her. And so I remember the reporter asking, saying, hey, you know, what what made you want to do that? And he said, oh, I knew I was going to do that before the, at the beginning of the game. I was going to give her a ball. And I was like, oh, right. he already predicted that he was going to intercept the ball or, you know, do a pick six or something. And he goes, you know, I wanted to give back to them because they did so much to me when I was on chemo. I was crying on their shoulders, and my dad and my mom kept telling me to just fight through it and work hard, and I did, and this is where I am today. But if you think this, like, all that emotion is leading up to it, like, I think um, – the my cause my cleats were going on around that time and he Mm -hmm. decided to wear purple cleats for warm-ups and you know because i think he had his red shoes on that he always wore during the game but he wore those for warm-ups you know just to bring awareness to i i can't pronounce what kind of cancer he has lymphoma but (laughs) Lymphoma, yeah. Yeah, I, I tried my darndest. <laughs> it, was, but, it was pretty close. That was yeah. pretty close. That's good. Good effort. High five for me. But you know, he's bringing awareness for that. <laughs> so I mean, like, just a great dude. You know, just I, I just can't imagine that emotions going to that game. Yeah, no, and 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 that's it. He said he said that it was an emotional game, and and you know, some players when they have that kind of that kind of moment where, where the, the, the game's bigger than them and there's a lot of high emotions. Sometimes they don't, they, they, they over, they overdo it with the emotions and it affects their performance. But like he, he used it. Like you could like, just like what you said, when he, he told, he said, that's what he had planned to do. Yeah. He planned on picking off Matt Ryan, taking it back to the house. I don't know if he planned on doing it twice, but <laughs> scoring eight total points, which was more than three other teams that week in the NFL. Well, the, but, Dolph- yeah. but, the Dolphins, 49ers, and Panthers. <laughs> yeah. 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 My brother's a huge 49er fan, so I text mm. him that my safety scored more than his team. <laughs> so it well was, deserved. It was, uh, yeah, it was definitely, definitely, uh, you know, a, a big game for him. It's, it's, you know, probably, probably I would say his most memorable game oh, you know, yeah. just because of everything it meant to him with his parents being there and him being able to give his mom two actual game balls that he took back <laughs> to the end zone. That's, that's something that every, every kid is inspiring to be, you know, an NFL player. That's what they dream of. Oh yeah. And for him to do it in that moment, because it, he went through it's just it made it so much you you just i mean that's 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 like a movie script <laughs> no, oh yeah it's just crazy too because you know like he gave two balls to his mom 
And, you know, another thing I wanted to point out is, uh, you know, I'll go ahead and give out. Well, I guess what, what's so funny because I point out. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but I, I like to say, you know, like I give props to the Atlanta fans around there because when he came out on the field before, in the beginning of the game, they all stood up and cheered for him. And there was he had a lot of support around the NFL in general. So I, yeah, I get props yeah, for, to that. But yeah, it was just well, it was the biggest game. story that year. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, his his comeback. Nobody's ever done that. Oh yeah. To be able to to go through to go through that and be able mo- crap. I, I would imagine most people that go through that decide to you know give it up because they get a second chance on life. You know yeah. why, why would you put your life back in danger? But he loved he loved the game so much and and you know he it was it was something that he was determined to do and and he's proved time and time again that if he's determined to do something he's going to do it and that's and, why i hope uh, i see him true. back in the nfl then if he's determined enough to do it he's going to be back probably yeah, as a absolutely. coach I mean, but you know it's well we've <laughs> seen it with alex smith this year uh, you know he he what he went through with the horrible you know leg injury and he was able to come back so you know Maybe. Uh, part of me doesn't want him to. Part of me wants him just to retire as a chief because I would hate to see him in another uniform, I guess. That's just selfish of me. But, but you know, he, he was, you know, I, if, if he came back, maybe I'd like to see him come back as a chief, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, but speak, speaking of those chiefs, uh, they uh, we've got another game next week. Uh, we're playing the Jets. Uh, this is a, they open, they open this game at a 20, 20 point line. Like the, you know, I don't know how they say that in the betting world, but they're 20, the chiefs are 20 point favorites opening up. So I think it's dropped to 19 and a half this morning, but, uh, uh, that's that's the biggest this season. I don't know. uh, I've never heard of a 20 point line, but I'm not a better. So I don't, I don't follow that stuff very often. No, I, Uh, I, I, I've never seen it before. And I, I don't like it because sometimes when they have a big, a big number like that spread, the other team's like, okay, we're going to show something. And they have Jets have a lot of proof. And even uh, with Bell on our team now, he's going to have a lot of proof. And it's going to be a battle of who's going to prove it more. And right. I, I, Chiefs better win because they're my pick. You know, they're my survival picks this week. And I'm gonna, <laughs> they better not lose because then I'm going to go out on survival. But, you know, I honestly feel like, we're going to take away the W we're going to be fine. It's, I mean, it's the jets. I, I don't want to be too confident because I, these games scare me for some reason. Yeah. No, I, 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 and me too. And, and you know, in my notes here, I have it labeled as like, you know, trap game question mark. <laughs> cause, cause it, 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 it could be, I guess I, I've always, I've kind of teetered on the side that the jets aren't good enough to put up a trap game, but <laughs> they're zero and seven. And the, you know, they're, they are the only team to score less than a hundred points this season of the, you know, seven games that they, that they've played, they've scored less than a hundred points. The chiefs have scored 218 points. And, you know, so, you know, it's, it's very lobs, all the stats, you know, you know, lopsided and stuff. The only thing is, is that the Jets rush defense is, is, is quite a bit better than the chiefs. So far, as far as yards go, we do, we do give up a lot of yards to running backs. Uh, I I'd be a lot more nervous if Le'Veon Bell was still with the Jets. Uh, you know, yeah. history showed that we, we struggled to stop, stop him in Pittsburgh. Um, so I'm yes, glad he's for on some our side reason, now. For some reason we cannot stop him. 
because of that patient running skills. And like, I'm glad he's on our team. Go, you know? Yeah. And I saw a lot of that from Edward too. I'm, I'm not going to call him by three names. I'm <laughs> Edward. <laughs> it's two names. <laughs> Edward's, I can't well, tell. I don't know. I've heard it. It's Hilaire or Elaire. I don't know. I've heard it four different ways. So yeah. I and guess that's why I stuck with Edward. Edward. <laughs> yeah. Just call him me Clyde. And, me and Clyde. <laughs> no, I, I, his nickname to me is Ed. So, cause Ed. you know, we're BFFs. So yeah, you, you and Clyde go way back. <laughs> but you know, I'm excited to, I hope Le'Veon Bell, because you know, he was fed up with the jets. He wanted to be used more or something, you know, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder and he wants to go in there and say, this is what I wanted to do. And he's going to do it to them. And I feel like it, I honestly going to say it's going to be like 42 to 10. I mean, C- call it out. <laughs> if we can beat Denver by like that kind of score without using Patrick Mahomes, like we should be able to blow out the Jets. I mean, and it's at home. This is Le'Veon's first, first Arrowhead game. Uh, As think, a chief. It, it'll be, it'll be a lot like, a lot like, a lot like, um, yeah, he's had some memorable ones as a Steeler in Arrowhead, <laughs> which we don't need to talk about, but, but uh, it's, it's the emotions. He's going to have high emotions, just like we talked about with Eric Berry. Now, obviously a little different scale. He's not coming back from cancer. He just left the Jets, which I guess the Jets could qualify as a cancer, but, yeah. but, but he's, you know, he, he's going to be, highly motivated to do well let's see if he can if he can use that motivation you know to actually do it or if it becomes too much for him and that'll that'll be what it seems i don't think it's gonna matter i think Le'Veon bell could probably have a bad game we could still blow out the jets um but you know stranger uh, things have happened uh, and any given sunday you know yeah that's to say i seen chiefs you know one, i think they were the worst team in the nfl beat the undefeated packers uh, you know, and an arrowhead, you know, so you never know what's going to happen. So I'm just hoping no, for the best. I honestly feel like we're going to win. And it's, so you have it, you have it like, what'd you say? 43 to 10. Is that what you said? Something like that. I think I said 42, 42 to 10. 42 to 10. <laughs> you don't want to give them that extra one. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll say it's a little tighter. I'll say, uh, I'll say 38, 17. I think I think maybe the You're more- I think I think the Jet I think the Jets get like two garbage time touchdowns. Like it'll be like they'll have three points like most of the game and then two garbage time touchdowns at the end. So you're gonna take you're gonna just take to, four to, points just to away hurt from my me. defense and fantasy. <laughs> so you're gonna take four points away from me and you're gonna add seven points to them? Real smart. I got it. <laughs> I just I just call it like I see it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. It's it's like I say, any given Sunday, uh, we could be getting on here next week, asking what the hell happened. But <laughs> but I don't think that'll happen. <laughs> I, think, I think I think it's it'll it'll be it should be a pretty easy win. Uh, I wonder I wonder if anyone's gonna take that twenty points though, because that just seems like a very high bet to me. Like I would I, I would almost put my money on the Jets to cover just because of stupid stuff like garbage time scores and. You know, yeah. You don't see too many teams I, get blown out that bad. I don't think anyone would take a bet. Like I think people will bet on the Jets just for that cover, that point spread, because yeah, I don't see it happening. 
But I mean, my point said I mean, it was. But but like if they if they end up blowing them out by forty, it, like well, no one's gonna be surprised. No. <laughs> so well, cool deal. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully we come back next week and we're talking about a Chiefs win. Uh, Chad, what'd you think, man? This is first go at it. I I every time I get on here, it sounds like my first go at it. So. So, uh, what'd you think so far? Are you going to come back with, with me next week? Yeah, I can give it another shot one more week at least. You know, I think I had a little audio issue where, where you stopped talking, but it was still talking in my ear. So I was like, Oh, he's done talking. So, uh, hopefully if I come back next week, Oh, I got you. You just kind of, I'm in awe about you. It, yeah, it's it's my it's my aura. It's always in your it's head. Like, yeah, it's in my head. <laughs> but no, it was okay, fun. That was, that was know, a great time. Well, even if you said that you weren't coming back, I was going to make you anyway. So, uh, <laughs> oh sweet, good deal. I didn't get fired. You're, yeah, you're you're still you're still gainfully employed, and you make the same same salary as the boss does, so it's good. <laughs> yes, appreciate it. <laughs> Well, that'll, that'll do it for us. We, uh, you know, this was fun. I, I had a good time, uh, you know, and uh, hope hope you guys enjoy the show. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, I'm on Twitter, Sean Dixon 58. If you want to, you want to hit me up and give, give us ideas for the show. We, you know, this is a history show. So anything in Chiefs past that you want to hear about on the show, hit us up. If, uh, you know, if, if you just want to tell us good job or, or we suck, do that too. You know, feedback, all feedback's good feedback. So, <laughs> you know. all right. For, for Chad Goforth, I am Sean Dixon and Chiefs Kingdom. We'll talk again next week. To the Chiefs Kingdom, you guys are world champions once again. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Arrowhead Live Podcast Network. Go Chiefs!